Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. This is Chris. We're on the beach. Uh, I've just had a beautiful swim in the ocean. It's really salty today for some reason. And uh, today I just want to talk about a little bit about uh, the word like. I like. I don't like. I like. I don't like. So the most important word in the in the uh, in the use of the the word like is I. I like, I don't like, I. When you help somebody move through a problem, something that they don't like, there's a perception that the I will be happy. But the problem is not what they like and what they don't like. The problem is the word I. Because if I has the privilege of liking and not liking things. When you fix one thing, it just likes and doesn't like something else. Then you fix that. Then they like and don't like something else. And you fix that. And then they like and they don't like something else. The word I is a really important word because it connects us to our emotions. Without the word I, we don't have an identity, an ego, uh, and a sense of story. So we can't abandon I, otherwise we become ignorant, emotionless and storyless. But when we try to satisfy it, when we use it as our core and define life as the satisfaction of I, we get ourselves into a really, uh, almost like a, a Ferris wheel of life. And the eye finds this good, and then we're happy. If the eye finds this not good, when we are not happy. So the eye becomes like a radar. It seeks things that will make it happy, and it seeks to get away from things it doesn't like. And if you read a lot of what's on the internet at the moment that's shared as self-help, it really is I-ness, my royal I-ness, your royal I-ness. And the 20 and 18-year-olds of the day are very much aware of this I because their parents have parented them strongly in I-awareness. That's not bad, it's a wonderful thing, because we should be, I think, emotionally conscious, aware of our feelings and what we, uh, what we like and don't like. But it also comes with a challenge, and that is the infinite dissatisfaction of I. I is never happy for very long. I seeks more. I seeks uh, to surround itself with things that collaborate with it and to get away from things that don't collaborate, I becomes an addiction. Instead of addiction, we call it I-diction. An I-diction. So one of the things that we can do about this is we do an I-tox. In the 30-day challenge, 
one of the things that I share with people is to do a, an itox uh, for a day. And during that day, we don't say the word I, or me, or my. It's all one word, really. It's very difficult. But it, instead of coming from a, a self-centric point of view, which is I, my, and me, we come from, just for a day, we come from an other-centric viewpoint. You, 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 and your, or the. And it's so refreshing. Firstly, it's less stressful to release the word I from your vocabulary. Secondly, it doesn't lead to like and dislike quite so much. And therefore, it doesn't lead to emotion and the vulnerabilities that being an emotionally addicted person can create. We can say the, which separates us from the object. Instead of my car, it's the car. Instead of my thoughts, the thoughts. Instead of my vision, it's the vision. And therefore, there's detachment. Now, I don't think for most people this is sustainable on an everyday basis. But it's worth a practice. It's worth having a go at it, at doing an itox. It's fun. The whole family can do it. They might even do it in the office for a day as a team building exercise. And have a bit of a, a joke around it, doing an itox. Liking things is such a privilege, like and dislike. And it can get even as fragile as I like this weather, I like the coffee hot, I like my bread lightly toasted. It can get so incredibly fragile. And when we are attached to that fragility, we become stressed, fragile. And it's the root of anxiety. It's the root of a lot of depression. It's the root of a lot of frustration in life when, when we are inseparable from what we like and dislike. We become the thing. For example, I like my toast <clears throat> lightly buttered or lightly toasted. When it's not, <clears throat> that toast and I are, are all one thing. And therefore I feel very hurt or I feel very disappointed. So the toast and me become one. And that's not necessarily a way to live with joy and health and happiness in life or leadership at a higher level if you wish to take it there. Uh, because at a leadership level, any attachment is going to cause you distraction and is going to cause you to drop back into the lower levels of motivation, which is <clears throat> trying to incentivize yourself to do things by rewarding yourself for doing them which is, again, 
leads into fragility and emotion. Uh, leads into vulnerability and weakness, which I guess in some areas of life can be fun, but in many it's not. Maybe at home that's a good way to think. Maybe around your kids it's fun. But I don't think when it comes to the hard world of career and financial uh, decision-making that can influence the future, I don't think it's necessarily wise. Okay. That's been my little walk along Bondi Beach. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed it. You can hear the waves in the background and the, the concrete drilling, as always. I hope you've been able to observe all the beautiful bodies that are here, getting a morning dip, and that you've got your beautiful body ready and engaged fueled, loved, cared for, nourished, strengthened, respected, cared about, and loved for the day. This is Chris. Bye for now.